This episode of the Kryptonaut Podcast is brought to you by Cryptid Crate. Visit CryptidCrate.com, enter our promo code GRAMPUS, that's G-R-A-M-P-U-S, at checkout to get 20% off your first monthly box. Cryptid Crate is a monthly subscription box filled with various cryptozoology and paranormal-themed items to wear, display, and collect. You can expect a carefully curated box filled with creeptastic pieces from indie makers and artisans pertaining to Bigfoot, Sasquatch, UFOs, ghosts, cryptids, and other mysterious creatures. And again, at checkout, be sure to enter our promo code, and that's Grampus, G-R-A-M. P-U-S, and that's in reference to our second episode about a possible demonic dolphin stuck in a tree barking at passerbyers who was then later banished to the Red Sea. And if you've not heard that episode, you should totally go check that out. It's a fun one. So as I was editing this episode, it dawned on me that we forgot to mention Valiant Thor. For those of you in the know, you know what I'm talking about. For those of you that have no idea what I'm talking about, we will have that information in an upcoming episode. So, Christopher, cue the creepy music. Cryptonaut Podcast. I'm Mark Storrs, and with me as always is... Kriya Skarnasoli. And... Rob Morphy. Thank you for checking this show out. Top of the show, be sure to rate and review this podcast on the iTunes and Apple Podcasts app. And this week, guys, we have two reviews. Sweet! So here we go, the first review uh, by Carp Carpru. K-A-R-P-R-U. Five-star review. Title, Title of the review is Funny and Mind-Boggling. I love listening to this podcast. The guys are very good at trying to come up with all possibilities, rational and irrational. I highly recommend this podcast. Word. Excellent review, Carpenter. Well, thank you. We recommend Excellent. you. <laughs> yeah, we do. We totally <laughs> to recommend you. People. Uh, the uh, next uh, uh, iTunes, Apple Podcast review comes to us from Dingus X Con. I love him already. That's a or pretty her. sweet screen name right yeah, there. Yeah, it is. And they say, nice, five-star <laughs> review. Oh my, yeah. How many eyes? Um, I can't count. It's too far away, but there's quite a bit. Sweet. My old man it's eyes won't far, work. It's too far away. Yeah, too far away. Where's my, spe- my reading spectacles? So Dingus XCon says, great edutainment value. <gasps> We're edutainers? And is actually yeah. informational for real news. I, thank you, Dingus. Because that's sweet. wonder if Dingus heard our Gargantuan Gliders episode. <laughs> Yeah, where, um, that's where, a fair assessment. We got pretty deep, but well, sometimes you got it into almost nothing. <laughs> hey, when you're given when you're given clamulons, you you make clamulons too to the nebula. Why? All right, so uh, this week this is kind of uh, I, oh, we're, we're going to call this out of this world, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Oh, I would say you know there's no. Here's the thing. We've had this debate before. Um, what I will say is this. Uh, we can't guarantee these are extraterrestrial entities. Okay. They might be interdimensional. They might be from Burbank. We don't know. What What I can say is this is our first real um, dip into the abduction phenomenon, but it is yeah. not atypical of, of the classic mini gray, you know, take you out of your bedroom thing. This is a whole right. other type of abduction. All right. Cool. So we're covering the giant space brains of Palo Palos Verdes. Uh, I'll start, get us started here with this curious case involves the alleged abduction of a young man by a pair of large blue brain-shaped beings, which he and another eyewitness claimed were blocking a desolate stretch of road in front of their car. That's just tough. Brains. Yeah, when you're dealing with big blue space brains, you know. Where do you go from there? We'll find out. All right, let's find out. On the night of August 17, 1971... That's a golden year. That's a golden year to be in Palos Verdes. A pair of Palos Verdes natives, John Hodges and Peter Rodriguez, both of whom were in their late 20s at the time, claimed to have come across two alien creatures that were quite unlike anything else. 
that anyone has ever reported. According to their account, at approximately 2 a.m., the duo left the home of a mutual friend who lived on nearby Dapple Gray Lane. Dapple Gray. Yeah, isn't that nice? That's... That's some fucking Downton Abbey shit there. When you live on Dapple Gray Lane, clearly they're there for a spot of tea, 11 crumpets, whatever the fuck they did. How many? 11. Yeah. How big is a crumpet? I don't know what a crumpet is, and nor do I know how many is polite to eat. I imagine more than three, you're kind of being gluttonous. But they sound kind of small. But maybe they're not. I See, I always thought of them as like muffiny things. Someone out there knows exactly what a crumpet is. They're like, fucking shut up. Get back to the space. (laughs) Don't they sell those tasty cake things that are like crumpets, but they look a... They're only like that big, and they're like a wee little shape. I don't know. I don't know. All right, we're like, going to get crumpets sometime. We're going to eat them. We're going to review them. <laughs> we're American. We don't eat fucking crumpets. <laughs> we don't know what crumpets are. <laughs> we're so, going right. to do, do a video for it so, on So when John Hodges and Peter Rodriguez left their buddy's house on Dapple Gray Lane, they climbed into Hodges' car. Hodges started the engine, flicked on the headlights, and was about to drive off when the men simultaneously noticed a pair of what can only be described as huge, disembodied brains laying six feet in front of them in the middle of the road. So... Were they yeah. floating, or were they literally laying down they're on laying, the ground? I know in my mind I picture them, and there's like, like floating. There's yeah. like yeah, sort I don't of know a why, bit but... of a misty haze about them, okay. which I didn't describe. So they're just like slopped there. on the ground. So, so here's the thing. Um, yes, they're slopped on the ground. It's it's unfair to actually call them giant like, space brains. Wow, John, that's gross. All right, move along. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> yeah, seriously, let's just get the fuck out of here. Yeah, well, like, they don't. don't get, we, it. I, I mean, it's it's sort of a misnomer to call them space brains, which is you know what they're traditionally been called in other things I've, I've read about them, because we really don't know where they're from. But here, let me continue, and then we'll discuss more about them. Okay. So. They, they notice what can only be described as huge disembodied brains lying about six feet in front of them in the middle of the road. Rodriguez and Hodges later asserted that the brains were both bluish in color and shrouded by a strange localized vapor. Mm, Someone was vaping vaping. clouds. Yeah. This right. is way pre-vaping. Okay. They, they brought were, the check to Earth, clearly. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, that, I mean, if everything else could have come from Roswell, yeah. why couldn't they Vaping. bring the vape? They described one of the creatures as being approximately the size of an overgrown softball. I'll grant you that's slightly bigger than the average human brain, but not giant. But the other one, the second one had larger dimensions, the size approximately of a human torso. Whoa. Which is an odd oh, thing. Oh, that's a lot bigger. Like, if I see something, my first thought is, where, unless you're Jeffrey Dahmer, who goes... That's about the size of a human torso. I could put that's that in the a guesstimation I have on this. Not like the size of a wheelbarrow or whatever might be torso. Whatever. I'm just you thinking know, right. that's an odd way of describing. Okay, so it. so one is an overgrown softball and one is a human torso. So it's like overgrown softball. Big and mini. So there's yeah, there's a big sloppy blue brain that's about torso size, and okay. one that's just slightly bigger than a softball, which is bigger. I I. Well, I don't maybe know if not it bigger. is. I mean, I maybe that's a softball's not that big. Maybe like... I guess that's an average human brain. So there's one giant brain and one regular brain. Okay. Ish. All right. So yeah. it's like, yeah. All right. But here's where things get even a little weirder, because while they're both blue, which is plenty weird enough, most startlingly, startlingly, excuse me, the the larger of the brains seem to have a red eye-like organ wedged into the center of what would have been its frontal lobe. Hmm. All right. So that adds an. That's like a. That's like an old John Agar movie, like the brains from Planet Arrows or something. Yeah. Eyes and a brain are fucking weird. Yeah. Or weird. AI, a cycloptic yeah. eye. Yeah. Okay. Rodriguez and Hodges. P- puzzled demeanor quickly gave way to fear and within moments Hodges sped away from these bizarre beings. The men lived in approximately the same neighborhood as their friends so the journey was a brief one. Hodges first dropped off Rodriguez and then made his way home. Once he arrived at his house he noticed, much to his consternation, that the time was 4.30 a.m. This was a journey that Hodges had made many times in the past and for the life of them, for the life of him he could not figure out how a 10 minute trip had turned into a two hour odyssey. I think a lot of us know where this is going. Anyone familiar with cases of alien abductions will surely be aware of a phenomenon known as missing time. Alleged abductees claim that missing time often occurs following an extraordinary sighting of lights in the sky, UFOs landing, or in the case of Hodges, blue brains in the street. Individuals who believe they were abducted by aliens tend to wake up often dazed and disoriented, only to find themselves engaged in the same activity they were occupied with when they first saw the anomalous objects. That's been told since uh, Betty and Barney Hill, you know, on. Yeah. And all, almost all abductee phenomenons, you're either in bed or a car or wherever you happen to be. And then, like, you're, it's four hours later. It feels like 10 minutes. The sun's up when it was down. You're about 30 yeah. miles away, and you're like, what the F happened? Well, now, with communion, 
And that was what Travis. That, that, no, no, that's fire in the sky. Oh, the Travis sky. Walton. Travis Walton. Communion is the Whitley Streber. Oh, okay, sorry. You sorry, know, sorry. ostensibly yeah. real life account of his abductions. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that, that 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 one is probably the one that stands out the most as being strikingly different. Which because one? He, uh, fire in the sky. Fire. In, well, fire in the sky. A UFO. He gets blasted by a beam. One of these days, we'll actually do the case proper. Right. But, but he yeah. was gone for like a while. Like four days, I think. Yeah. And then found, like, he, he made his way to a payphone after he right. claims to have been deposited on a roadside somewhere in Arizona. Yeah, sure. But yeah, that's a, that's a fascinating... But that still falls into... Well, it's non-traditional in a lot of ways, but a UFO... Uh, yeah, someone's missing. They right. reappear sometime later. Four days is abnormally long. Granted, mm-hmm. this is different. There's weird brains. You drop your buddy off. You end up home. And yeah, you're like, yeah, the, yeah. There's yeah, there's no uh, shit. There's no nothing. They just see something and then they lost time. Yes, yeah. exactly. Okay, exactly. So. Just to get back to the missing time phenomenon. Some people are able to dismiss this as absurd. Others are haunted by their experiences, but are simply too apprehensive to come forward for fear of being labeled as mentally incompetent and or become socially stigmatized, which, of course, is always a huge problem when you come out with your revelations. Still, others are unable to live with the mystery that consistently gnaws at the back of their minds and they seek help. Such was the case of John Hodges. In 1976, after five long years of wrestling with his memory of the blue brains and wondering about what happened during those lost hours... Hodges finally decided to undergo hypnotic regression in the hopes of uncovering what had happened to him after he had separated from Rodriguez on that fateful night. This method, while undeniably controversial, and I think we all agree that it is, Mm. has been employed by numerous psychologists to help recover memories that are otherwise buried deep in the psyche. It is also one of the most popular techniques used to elicit repressed memories in alien abductees. And, and, you know, it should be mentioned in all fairness that uh, that is frowned on in a lot of circles like there's a lot of people that suggest oh, yeah. well, that they can implant memories even right. if they're not intending to other people say it's a it's a good way to expose these buried memories but we're, we'll save that debate for another time we'll just admit right. that it's controversial yep okay the first thing hodges recalled while under hypnosis was that the larger brain had spoken to him telepathically on dapple gray lane stating Uh-oh. and this is the brain talking the larger brain take the time to understand yourselves the time draws near when you shall need to. You shall not remember this incident until we meet again. He's mm. a self-help brain. He's a self-help brain. It's well, the Tony Robbins of fucking, blue yeah. brains. Trust well, in your feelings. Well-spoken brain. Yeah. No. I mean, I mean yeah, very, very well-spoken. Yeah. And and yeah. really not um not 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 a terrible message. No. No. Know yourself. Yeah. Get yeah. It. But no. But then he said something. What did he say? The time will come. Something sort of cryptic. All right. Take the time to understand yourselves. The time draws near when you shall need to. You shall not remember this incident until we meet again. That's so a little, that's a little yeah, and, almost you know, time draws near. That, that, and yeah, anytime you say that, that's heavy. Yeah, but it could be, you know, for the party. Yeah, no, yeah, the, yeah, t- totally. the time draws near <laughs> yeah. for the Halloween party. <laughs> for it will be the punch <laughs> yeah. or the keg stand, <laughs> dude. If you're partying with brains, you What's gotta go stand? for the keg stand, mm-hmm. dude. You gotta. Well, do if it. The, well, you get a brain warning then. When, the, when, when you brain, get the big brain yeah. warning, trust your fucking gut. I guess absolutely. Always do the keg stand with the brain. Hodge for <laughs> Hodges. I'm sorry. Further recounted that he had dropped Rodriguez off without incident and then returned home. So as the brain promised, he immediately forgot, even within the context of the hypnosis, that the brain had talked to him. That's and just dropped his buddy off. Yeah. Okay. Right. Upon his arrival home, he was terrified to find that the two blue brains were now apparently waiting for him outside of his house. <laughs> Just fucking on his porch, like swinging on the thing. Could you imagine if they're on the creepy, like <laughs> evil dead house porch, yeah. or just like, sitting on God the steps, kind of like it's even worse. <laughs> even worse. Even say, I was like, yeah. like bro. <laughs> or I was, I was pitching like you, like open like the door to your house, and you're just like on the couch, and you're oh, like, oh, that's the worst. Fuck. Now what? First off, how do you clean the couch? Yeah, yeah, from space brain goo. No, you do. You can't do that. You throw away the couch. Well, maybe they're self-contained, sploishy. Maybe they're not really like oh, didn't think like, about that. That's a good did word. not consider yeah. that. Regardless, apparently they were in his yard or porch and or swing. <laughs> we don't know for sure. <laughs> All right. So he was terrified to see them now waiting for him outside of his house. At this point, Hodges lost consciousness. His next memory was of waking up in what he referred to as a control room. 
let, let that sink in. Okay. And, let, and, and, and this is 1971, so please bask in the memory of the cheesiest 1970 sci-fi set you can imagine, because okay. this is exactly what Yeah, I'm trying. There's a lot of there's a lot different of, kinds yeah. of control there's rooms. There's buttons and knobs and like those, those, uh, those Tesla things. and Tesla coils? Yeah, there's all kinds of goofy shit that does nothing, really. But look awesome. Well, you know, it looks the part, but it doesn't do anything. Let me describe what he actually saw. Okay, what, is, oh, what did he see? The control room was lined with what seemed to be an array of computer consoles. Well, duh. not far off what you guys were thinking. Hodges noticed that the brain creatures were nearby, and as if this weren't quite terrifying enough, they were accompanied by a cadre of creatures that he found to be even more frightening. Hmm. So that sucks. That sucks. But he doesn't. Ex- what were they? Is we'll find any- out. Oh. Hodges stated that he was confronted Shit. by a group of bald, thin-lipped, seven-foot-tall, pale gray-skinned humanoids with no less than six webbed fingers and toes. No less. My favorite. I did that for you guys. <laughs> but no more. No, uh, well, no more is that seven. in the article? <laughs> yeah. yeah, wait. Chris needs to know. Is that written in the article? Is that canon in this universe? It is canonical okay. because I wrote it. Okay. Er- ergo, I'm allowed to decide. So these are sort of classic tall grays. All right, but you know, you know what I can't help but well, think of? Webbed. The worst face ever, which was the the final thing in the end credits of the original Star Trek. And if any of our listeners out there remember, do you oh, guys remember? Oh, the, the eyes. That horrible thing with the, uh, the slanty eyes and the, the big, thin big grimace. Oh, yeah. And the oh, big yeah. bulbous head. It looked like a gray, kind of. Oh, it did. Yeah. But it was a scary, scary-ass gray, gray, yeah. Edward Munch's The Scream and anything else that you would want to yeah. pile out from a nightmare. Right. But But yes, they are gray, but atypical in that First off, six digits would not described because often. Grays are webbed. four normally, right? Yeah, web. Yeah, yeah, it's usually four, okay, like three fingers right. and a thumb. Um, not necessarily pitch black eyes. They don't describe. The thin lip, yes. Um, bald, yes, but not bulbous head necessarily. Um, so what we know is that they're just seven foot, like probably like imagine a Richard Keel, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> with a shaved head and, you know, Gray skin, thin lips, and and, so and webbed a, fingers. A typical tall grays. Atypically, because most of the time grays are super. Well, these are thin too. Yeah. So they might be grays. I just don't know how. They're the, just not typical of the small the, abduction yeah, right. grays. The yeah. webbing's kind of interesting. That's an interesting twist. Okay. okay. These strange humanoids made it clear that the blue brains were organic translation devices, which enabled oh, them okay. to converse telepathically with human beings. So they're tools. They're meaty, organic, eyeball-having tools. Why do you need look, two? Look like human brains. Why do you need a big and a small and one? And a small, yeah. Why does one need to see? We don't know these things. Okay. Following this explanation, these visitors from out of this world showed Hodge's holographic images depicting a series of, and this is plenty disturbing, nuclear explosions on a television-like screen upon which there were pinpoints of light. The larger brain explained to the frightened Hodges that the points represented places on Earth where there was too much power. So suck on that a little bit, Earth. Wow. He also was shown images of another planet that had been destroyed due to the fact that it had... Nuclear too much power. Yeah, nuclear weapons. Too much fucking power. <laughs> we are not the first to go down like this. <laughs> too much power, it plagues the galaxy. These people, too, oh. had too much power as you have... Too, too much, much power. power. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right. All right. So too much power. What is am I supposed issue? to do about this? Uh, this, is exactly. going, this is going down like the abyss. Yeah. What's Hodges almost. supposed to do with yeah, this shit? Yeah, this poor guy, I mean, I don't know what him and his buddy were doing previous to this, but hanging like, out they're just hanging out. Yeah. Maybe drinking, maybe partaking in some sort of marijuana cigarette. Possibly. And now you, you're, you're put in a, in a situation where you, you see these brains, you get sucked into this weird, goofy, you're not really a gray, but you kind of are a gray, and mm-hmm. then he's like, here's too much power. What is this guy here's supposed too much, to do? Yeah. Well, why do why did they even wait in the road to begin with? Like, they could have just not, and he would have dropped them off, and they could have just been waiting Yeah, why there. weren't they just at his house? Yeah, it doesn't make like, sense. Why was, you know, here's the thing. This seems like a little stalkery and redundant, and I and we'll continue with the story, but you got to break Like, why are you there? Like, we'll talk yeah. to you again. Until we talk to you again, you won't remember us talking to you the first time. When you do talk to us again, you will remember this first time, but you won't now. So go home, and then we'll talk yeah. to you again. It's, See you in a minute. It's 10 minutes, but it's going <laughs> to I know. I know. Ten minutes, but two hours. <laughs> Why don't you call me? Why don't you call me? Yeah, what are you up? doing? Why don't you call me? Are you said you were going to call me. Didn't you have fun? Did we have fun? <laughs> Didn't we have fun outside I, on the Dapple Gray Lane? <laughs> I gave you advice. <laughs> you clearly didn't accept oh, it. Have you accepted yourself? Do you know who you are? All right. All right. Too much power. John. Jeez. There's too much All power right. on this other planet that destroyed itself and or was destroyed because of it. We're so not knew. quite sure. There's too much power on Earth. These creatures proceeded to caution their undoubtedly overwhelmed captive that the human race would have to immediately stop abusing its power or suffer the consequences. 
They even went so far as to admonish our entire species, stating, Take the time to understand yourselves. The time draws near when you shall need to. Which is clearly what they said earlier. That the is brain. the same. Yeah, that's the deal. So, yeah, that's is, the deal. Is, now, is this brain heading More into, into uh, as Chris said deep, a couple episodes ago, Deepak Chopra? Brain is, is, it, is it? he heading? Is it heading there, Chris? Do you think? I don't know if it's that heady. And, well, these no, these it's, guys it's don't not. seem that optimistic. No, yeah, they're not throwing terms out okay. willy oh, nilly. All right. all yeah, right. Deepak is willy nilly, but ultimately pretty positive. Okay, all right. So this is a, still a Tony Ish. Robbins disembodied Rosetta Stone for an alien, basically. Just stop fucking around. Right, cool. <laughs> maybe, maybe could be. Following the strict scolding by the alien brains, Hodges claimed he felt a buzzing sensation ripple through his body. He then opened his eyes to find himself back inside his car. This time, thankfully, the mist-covered brains were no longer on the scene. And that's the other thing. Why mist? They have to have their own atmosphere. Dude, they're vaping. Yeah. All right. Fair <laughs> oh, wait, so wait a minute. Okay. So he was in his car. So we're, we're all right. Let's, let's when, break this when, down. When he pulled in the first time and they were waiting for him. I don't think there was any uh, missing time until he actually got home. I think they saw the space brains. Oh. They gave him the warning. They right. instantly forgot the no. warning, but remembered the brains. He dropped his friend off right. went home. To them... There was no time missing until he realized until, it was, he got home and there was time missing. The, I think the time missing started when he pulled into his driveway, saw the brains, passed out, woke up, brains were gone. Oh. That's so, when I believe it happened. Uh, yeah. Okay. Now, okay. I don't think it involved uh, Rodriguez at all. I think okay. Pete was fine. He got home. He saw some brains. It was weird. He got on with his life. <laughs> but poor Hodges. Okay. Got to go, go to work Monday morning. Let's do this. Got to feed yourself. All right. Not long after the hypnotic regression, both Hodges and Rodriguez, who of course had no involvement in the actual abduction, as aforementioned, were asked to draw pictures of the blue brains. Hodges depicted the larger brain with the red eye, while Rodriguez captured the likeness of the smaller creature. Later, Hodges would speculate that he, his visit to the alien spacecraft may have been a holographic projection, due to the fact that he noticed an area behind him in the control room that was all black. That's some crazy wild speculation. Okay. He has every right to do it. So he's thinking that he got like holographically projected from Earth into. I don't know if he knows like maybe like one geographically of the where it was. I think he might be saying, and you know, it might make sense that rather than actually being physically abducted, right, that he was psychically abducted and projected into a. Hmm. I don't know or, what that means. Or that exactly. he was physically taken into a. Was it like, like a Dexter? They just put up some fucking shit and then <laughs> taped up some green screens and they're like, G -g -g "Bill, come on." I'm like, th well, I'm thinking maybe on a time limit. maybe one of the brains because they serve as a translation device. Maybe it's kind of like uh, you know, like they FaceTime with the aliens. Like here you go, but it's like a projection. It's weird. I don't know what he means. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. I can't figure that out. It's difficult to ascertain. The, in the, in, okay, so the area behind him in the control room was all black. Oh, oh, oh. So he's like, he's looking. He's looking at the control so room with the panels and the, and, the, and the tall gray so guys and little in, brains. everything in his field of vision he can see, but, 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 but behind But he sees some darkness, but he assumes that just means it's right. not like it's, there's, it's far away and he can't see anything. It's right. just fake. Like yeah. it can't be real because yeah okay it also well, might be some sense that they're just energy saving environmentally friendly aliens ah, that just they didn't turn LEDs. on the lights. Well, so I mean, yeah. there was a big ass room yeah. and they just that that part was dark. <laughs> yeah, turn off the lights. Sorry, maybe they were the Earth guy yeah. is here. Everyone, <laughs> he come be on. efficient. <laughs> Earthy's here. Earthy. That sounds Earth, so degrading. Earthy's I know. If here. I met aliens like, hey, what's up, Earthy? I'd be like, oh, fuck you, dude. Come on, dude. Yeah. You fucking tall gray. Mud, mud, mud. Oh, dude. my God. Mud, 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 muddins. <laughs> oh, muddins. Mud, muddins. muddins. Oh, it's horrible. Actually, it should be, right. be waterins, right? It's, it's, it's well, but water. we live on dirt. We're, we're I know we're, we're gross because we have to live on the we're, land. We're grubby. That's why we yeah, get yeah, totally. That's why I make fun of us. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go on, air breather. Oh, what's up, H2O? Huh? <laughs> nice. What, what, All right. All right. Hodges Same. also indicated that he believed the ETs had implanted what he referred to as a translator cell into his brain mm. in order to sustain contact. A lot with him. of people believe this whole this whole thing. Yeah. The reason he believes this is because in the weeks that followed, Hodges claimed he began to receive telepathic messages from the alien beings. These enigmatic entities predicted that. This is important. Okay. In 1983, a war would break out in the Middle East, which it probably did. I don't know. They always fight there. But they yeah, further prognosticated that this war would swiftly spread to Europe, resulting in the use of atomic weapons. Okay. Well, that, that didn't happen. That did not happen. In our Earth. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. Nice. Is it going to like switch Earths here coming okay. up? I, I don't no, know. No, it's not, Rob, because you wrote I'm, it and you know. I'm, piss- <laughs> I'm pissing in the wind on this one. Yes, I do know. Earth 4. Let me finish this. Ugh. Following this global conflagration, one of my favorites. Nice conflagration. conflagration. That's a good bad religion word. Res- yeah. Yeah, it is. It is so. <laughs> I love it. The aliens claimed that they would establish a public dialogue between their species and the human race. Needless to say, these predictions mercifully did not come to pass. So, I think it's wrong. I think... I think... What, what's wrong? He, the, well, obviously, I don't believe that there was an alternate reality where Hodges was wedged from it into a reality where 1983's nuclear holocaust didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. okay. It's a possibility. I don't necessarily think it is. There is a no. long tradition, and I won't be able to cite a lot of things specifically, of aliens... Um, of all stripes, be it greys, reptilians, whatever. Oh, prophesizing? Uh, a prophet, abducting people from all over the world, Italy, Africa, yeah. America. No, yeah, of and course. And prophesizing nuclear apocalypse. Yeah. And it does not come to pass. Of course. And there's no real understanding of why this happens. Either it's uh, to, to, to just frighten people, to try to steer people. But again, why they end up picking on... You know, random Hodges coming from a party at his friend's right, house in his twenties, and people. not like Bill Gates or yeah, people know, with power. Exactly, it does. It never made any sense to me. But they do pick random people, warn them about dire happenings, yeah, yeah. and then they don't come to pass. This happens a lot. Yeah, they always pick the people that can't do anything about it. Yes, always. Like John and Bill, or Mark, Chris, and Rob. Like, what am I going to do if I get oh, like, an alien grabs me? Like Mark. And gives me the info. Like, who am I going to tell? We leave no Chris's house me. on the on the you know eight minute journey home, and we find out four hours have elapsed. Yeah, we get hypnotized and realize we were direly warned about the you know twenty twenty three apocalypse. There isn't shit all we can do. We'll tell our listeners. We're already going to be <laughs> crackpot. I mean, we are yeah. crackpot. Yeah. No, no, yeah. dude, I don't want yeah. the phone call at two in the morning. It's like. <laughs> Dude, you know, I just we, I just got home. I'm like, dude, it's been four hours. Yeah. And then we have to yeah, figure then, out why. Yeah, exactly. We have to get back together yeah. and pot immediately. <laughs> like, well, what, what fucking happened? Uh, the prophecy. Somebody put, put Mark under quick. YouTube how to hypnotize. <laughs> you you got swirly glasses? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So how did mankind manage to avert this worldwide catastrophe? Oh, did the aliens have a hand in this? Did Hodges' predictions warn the right people at the right time? Or as many skeptics insinuate, is this entire episode merely the ramblings of a young man who, following a late-night party, had an alcohol-induced or perhaps pharmaceutically-enhanced nightmare while passed out behind his wheel in the driveway? Mm, Either way, it is difficult to wonder why aliens seem so insistent on warning us to change our ways before it is too late. Um, So that's that's a fact here. Here's, Here's thoughts. Mm. Now, I'm, I'm, I'll read the end of this here, and then, and then, we'll, then we'll move on. Um, whether these calamitous warnings were from an advanced intergalactic species suggesting that we clean up our collective act or face the consequences, or a desperate plea from fellow citizens of the universe is difficult to discern. But one would be remiss not to at least entertain the notion that these beings might have nefarious intentions. And this is my own paranoid fantasy, and I'll mention it. Oh, are you going full alien fucking tinfoil hat with this? these gray giants and blue brains represent a coalition that are less concerned with the preservation of life on Earth and more enamored with the idea of conquering it. It may be that I'm paranoid, as I stated, but there's a chance that these beings were utilizing these warnings as some form of psychological warfare in order to get us to disarm ourselves before an imminent invasion. What better way to take over uh, a world that has maybe one weapon that can hurt you, which right. would be hydrogen bombs or nuclear weapons? Water, dude. Than to say, well, yeah, if you're in science. Yeah. yeah swing, true. Rob, Or if swing. you're alienation. Right. Fair enough. <laughs> and I don't really believe that's true, but I have to throw that, that possibility out there. Like, like, like an alien goes, throw away your guns. Yeah, make them make them disarm. Get, get, get rid of all this stuff. All right. No, no, because right, right. you're a danger to yourself. Right. Suckers. Yeah, oh, and, you so know, I'm not like a super so, you know armament guy either. I just <laughs> I'm not like let's arm ourselves to the teeth. Rob, I'm not a super armament I'm not, guy. I'm, I don't I know. believe in you know revolver Darwinism, <laughs> and the more we shoot each other, the happier we'll be. I don't believe in that. But so you're you saying that the aliens are coming down warning about. The nukes, it's so a, that it's we a would, dupe. so that we would disarm, disarm ourselves. I'm suggesting nukes. that we must entertain the possibility. I'm not saying this is my personal pet theory that I okay. fully subscribe no, to. I, it. I, I can follow saying, it. I can or follow they it. really might be the good Samaritans of the universe, creepy as they look, using their big squishy translation devices, right? And saying, guys, 
cut it the fuck out. If there's a lot if, of aliens, if they're have. sending us the message of like you guys are going down the wrong path with this nuclear thing, they have to contact the proper people. Yeah. No, absolutely. Like, I don't know what in seventy would have been. It like doesn't make Brezhnev sense. And, it's uh, never the right. They're just people. not content, I don't know. They're not going through the right channels. They really aren't. Like, they never have in the history of ever. Unless now, unless they have open, as as a lot of people stated, dialogue with political leaders already. Open negotiations and diplomacy established, diplomacy established since Eisenhower with government officials, and that every now and again when they think that it's getting too blocked or clouded or bureaucratic, they just go to some random dude in Palos right. Verdes and like, dude, you got you to do something. Hoping to like, because things weren't viral then. Because at best you could make a flyer and put it on the telephone pole. <laughs> but now if you if you approach enough random individuals, it might be able to insinuate itself into its culture. Yeah. You know, our culture has Maybe. weird viral ideas that can spread really quickly. I still think it's a piss poor what, idea. Well, what if? What if? Oh, Chris has a look in his eyes. I, I, like I do love it. I'm excited already. <laughs> what if the smell. damn brains okay. were, are not even alien to begin with? Maybe they look like brain. Maybe they remember them as brains. Maybe they were something else. Okay. And maybe like every, anything past that first encounter was an illusion. Was what just something they thought because the first encounter made them think that. They, maybe they walked up to. It, maybe they got attacked. And got stung with some weird poisonous hallucinogen. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, the, I'm with you. And did all this fucking crazy stuff. Maybe this is just some sort of other creature. Wait, are you suggesting there's some weird, <laughs> perhaps predatorial... Jellyfish-ish fucking... Exactly. Land man of war that, that, <laughs> that shoots your brain up and makes you think that I'm you're not... being worn direly by tall, bald no, Well, whatever illusion you have, that's, is that's you. you. Yeah. That's actually kind of interesting. Yeah, it's like, interesting. I come... It's hard to substantiate in any okay, way. Yeah. There's no reason. I'm, I'm willing to go the, with this, that. The, the same percentage of what you said could happen is the same right. percentage of what of I just what said. Just said. True. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. But the percentage happened. of what I said was at least what was reported. But yes. yes, I agree with you. It's okay. all it's all fairly true. Here's what worries me more because these, assuming that they're not awesome, weird, predatorial scorpion things. <laughs> Which I kind of love jellyfish. the idea of. Jellyfish. Land of War. Land of War. <laughs> we got it. Land of War. <laughs> Boom. To live. Right. Have a mouth. Sorry. Fair enough. I had to get into it. Well done. Well right. done. What if, what if they actually needed translation devices? The best way to translate to our brains is to use brains. Okay. And some fucking poor suckers had to lose their brains, one of which got expanded and modified in some sort of chamber to uh, an absurd torso-like size. So they're using mm, they're using that. human brains as translation devices. Yeah. Okay. Like, All what, right. if, what if some poor homeless fuckers got abducted it could to brain? It could just be weird tech that aliens have. Like, well, why got, would their weird tech we the look like one, human brains? One. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, Maybe they yeah, didn't to begin with. What's the mist? Why does it need an eye? The mist is the hallucinogen. See, they didn't really see brains. They thought they saw brains. Oh. Their memory tells them they saw brains, but they didn't see brains. Could be. I'm just going to take them at face value and assume they saw brains. Yeah, because, I mean, we could offshoot this for quite a while. I, I, I see what you're saying as far as, like, they get, for whatever reason, right. hallucinating. And what I'm they saying think you, wouldn't, you wouldn't know well, there's no after way the know. fact. That's right. what I mean. Right. But I, I, but I, and I understand completely where Chris is going with this. I'm going to say I'll take this at face value, and assuming that they're not lying and or, well, both of them saw it. That's the weird thing about space brain. It's not like it's not like Hodges sure, dropped off right, right, Rodriguez right. and then saw the brains on his porch. Like at least it was two eyewitnesses. As bizarre as it is, what it, it seems, as we mentioned earlier, the thing that blows my mind about this, as in so many alien encounters, it is so conva fucking looted. Like, right. why yeah, the brain's there the first time, then why the second time? And they don't move. It, like, they're in a mist, but they don't ever see them screech around and, and they're, walk. They're remembering all of this through hip, uh, through regression therapy, right? Well, only Hodges is, because he's the only, only one that actually... Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, like, right. this so, controversial. Sure. So, I mean, right there with this therapy, like, what he saw is he just, in his mind, trying to rationally construct what it was to him as opposed to what it really is what i would love to know 
is how concerned uh, Hodges was about nuclear war before then. Now, 1971, well, he was yeah. raised, he, he's in his late 20s, they were saying well, whatever. Well, he was raised Cuban, in the 1950s, uh, there's the Cuban crisis. Missile Crisis, so it's yeah. the deep, dark part of the Cold War. With only the Reagan era remaining, and okay. of course the Trumpian Korean oh, yeah, era, which is a different thing. For us, it was the scariest. For it was definitely we grew up in the eighties. So, yeah. It was well, super scary. But, but were you thing. guys around in seventy one? I was born in seventy two. No, oh, okay. So you guys, were, you were barely there then. I wasn't there at all. Okay, just well, so you duh, understand the math. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not, yeah, not really. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, corporally, maybe you were you were. Yeah, I was dancing around in my dad's sack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. Or you were just ready to, you know, you were preparing or yourself. I was, or I was about to be reincarnated. Who knows? You were in the, in the ether getting ready to come down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. pun intended. There you but, go. But, but I would be really curious to know how paranoid he was about this. Because if he was just a young guy that was, you know, partying at a friend's house, living in Southern California, doing right. his thing. Yeah. And he never really thought about it. Because they, they, say, they show him points of power on Earth. Which right. you'd think a 20-something guy who's just fucking around with his friends is not going to, as we forementioned, have any influence on. No. Then he shows them another planet, the aliens, the tall, bald, gray guys with the web six digits, shows him another planet that suffered the consequences this of it. This is what happens. And they don't mention whether or not the consequences were self-immolation or whether yeah, no, or not you, well, these no. aliens were like, if you're going to be such a danger, we're going to wipe you out. We're going to have to take shit over. we got to do something. And then... And this is the weird thing. He thinks he was implanted with something because, and I'm going to read again, in the weeks that followed, Hodges claimed that he began to receive telepathic messages from the alien beings. The enigmatic entities predicted that in 1983, a war would break out. Okay. So why give you these? I mean, bad enough you go through this. I feel bad for the guy. And of course, as we've mentioned before, besides diabetes, fucking hallucinations, uh, you know, LSD or, or just schizophrenia or some other right. mental condition that might result in hallucinations. Why would he specifically? I mean, how terrifying is it? You go through all this stuff. I, to I don't with, even know. And then you, for weeks after, are sure that in twelve years, yeah, the world is going to be wiped out but in a nuclear war. That came out in regression therapy, though. That came out in regression therapy, or maybe not. I mean, the the, the memory of all these things came out in regression therapy. Maybe he was getting these messages in the weeks that followed without and not understanding the context. Oh, I don't know for sure gotcha. to be honest. Because yeah, no, I mean, if he really... didn't know, if he had no prior information of why he would be receiving these messages and all of a sudden you're just getting them and you're like what is going on jesus literally what am i supposed to yeah. do <laughs> like who's, yeah. you know like who's you drink more you go to church i don't know yeah. whatever it is that yeah. gives you solace because without having mm. any context for the for the psychic messages that you're getting you wouldn't know why you'd be receiving them it'd be basically like us imagining 2030 is a nuclear war 12 right. years ahead yeah and we just start having these deep dark visions of you know, like that Man. old Orson Welles documentary yeah. back in the day about Nostradamus. You guys remember well, that living nightmare? I mean, thank God aliens are terrible uh, prophets. Like so far, I mean, so, so good. Far, oh yeah, they they've suck. been okay. Like everything, they're like you know, stop the sh cut the shit, and it doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> serious? You like, just did a sign of the cross. Just sign of the cross. Cut yeah. the shirt, and, and, and everything works or, out. And and you know, to dig deeper into this rabbit hole, are they doing something to avert it? Are they giving these there warnings is, to random yeah, people ideas, and, yeah. and and doing subtle things? Right. I mean, it seems like almost a miracle. And I'm going to fucking touch wood and <laughs> and pray to whatever deity you care for that that we have not all died in fiery atomic flames. It seemed inevitable during a lot of times no, in we, our lives. No, we've been close calls, 100%. Right. missile crisis, Reagan era, a but lot of I, different things. I can't chalk that up to aliens. I can't necessarily, but I can say this. I would it like to. It is a flat-out miracle because, you know, the dirty mud apes of Earth, as we've referred to ourselves, are, are not necessarily known for being sage and 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 doing the smart thing so, with the eye towards the future. Look at you know global warming. No, right. no so, well I know. So maybe we need some some intergalactic uh, confederacy to step in and be like, hey guys, let's just be cool. Bitch. Yeah, but but when you come, yeah, like, be cool. Just <laughs> be cool. Why be why cool. would why do you give why would you give prophecies that you thought were real? Like where would you get that knowledge to begin with? And none of them have happened. No, they haven't. Um, Look, why would you pass that on anyway? Or is it, as, as again, so many uh, Aboriginal cultures make... think, that, that it's just tricksters? Like oh, Loki-type things just or trickster gods? Yeah. Like Almost all ancient cultures have trickster gods. And I know that, again, is its all separate rabbit hole. But, but just things that are coming down and having a good old laugh at the expense of Mother Earth. Yeah, it could be. F you guys. It could be. Uh, you know, you could ruin a life. 
So uh, yeah, well, could. Uh, dude, there's no, yeah, just totally, a sneaky yeah. Loki gin in the bushes going, watch this. <laughs> I'm gonna throw some brains in the fucking road, then you see him again. Fingers? No less than. Why so, are why, they aquatic? Why are the they small brain? The why the small brain? Was it did it need a small brain? It's the small brain yeah, it's it? like the big brain doing the processing. Is the, the small, small brain, brain the battery the translating? Oh. Oh, could be. Could be. There are a lot of goddamn questions. I know, yeah, there's too many. So, Look, there's just no. This article um, with Rob's research in in the stories available on Cryptopia.us. Now, there is a, a comment section on Cryptopia. So this story has a couple of comments. I'd love to hear them. Now, let's, ta- let's take these apart just a little bit. I okay? haven't actually read any of them, so I'm excited. Okay. So now this is from five years ago. From Sentaz. Sounds legit. Sentez says reasons why they don't pick important people are the reptile or lizard aliens. If you believe in aliens, you must have heard of them. The rumor goes that lizards or reptilian aliens are infiltrated in the top of the world trying to control and take us over. I've heard that. Okay, fair enough. Now, prior to that comment, though, six years earlier from Elohim, aliens are good. No need to be afraid. Guess they're just trying to avoid our self-destruction. I read somewhere that a Russian politician or president was abducted, too. They're choosing influential people now instead of usually ordinary people. This is getting serious. All right. Let's stop on that second, because I've always entertained the thought. Mm. If you're Ronald Reagan, if you're Bill Clinton, if you're whomever, a leader of the uh, free world or any other country, you are not going to report your abduction to the populace. No. There is a chance that these people no. are being taken and warned and that maybe they're consulting with their, their you know top liaisons about this but would never do it publicly, A, because of the ridicule, B, because uh, of the panic that would ensue, either by virtue of the fact that half the populace would believe them and not know what to do and the other half would think that their leader is a crackpot and want to you know right. oust them. So there is a chance that they are actually sh- – I mean, obviously UFOs aren't landing on the White House lawn, that classic you know, thing of right. why does this not happen. But there's no one to suggest that they're not having well, interludes with leaders in ways that we just can't leaders, be abduction or di- diplomatically. Would make sense because of the reasons you state, but, but like no-name Johnny doesn't make sense either on the other end of the spectrum. You'd want to go for like a scientist who has some sort of connection to – a middle person, right? Because right? you clearly you can't do a leader. Because if you're if you're the president, mm-hmm. you're like, uh, we did, we got to hold a press conference because uh, brains fucking told me we're gonna <laughs> fuck up really bad. Yeah, they're in the they're in the Lincoln bedroom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was just trying to say that I think we have aliens commenting on the article. Yeah. I think I think that that's what's going on here. Well, one is saying like oh, aliens are good, don't need to be afraid. And the other one's already like, in control. And then Sentaz is like, well, I don't know if you guys know about this, but the reason they don't pick important people is because they're reptilians. So it seems to me like I'm there might be some type That's like a gang war. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about exactly. that. But, but why would I'm not they, convinced of the gang war? Are they suggesting that the people in charge are already reptilian? Ergo, oh, yeah, they no, don't need to whole, be abducted. That's a whole no. The, oh, no. I, all right. So we live in a they live scenario, except they're dude the reptilian elite. How many years, right, no, Robert? I know, I know, I know. That's your Mark's bag, box not of reptiles. You we'll just, forgot? Yeah. Never. And it haunts me. No, pe- the but people don't know what that point. means. That's people from... know what the reptilian elite is. No, I'm, not I'm... your box of reptiles. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I had a weird part in my life where I find I found solace in, in reptilians. Not actual reptilians, <laughs> but aliens that run the world. So. I, I, I actually enjoy... Uh, life no, brings you to dark yeah, places, yeah. and sometimes you need to find something to pull you out of. I, I, like, found I like amateur reptiles. I found reptiles. <laughs> I fucking love turtles and snakes. I've got a soft spot for the reptiles. I don't necessarily think they're in control, but maybe that's what the overlords want us to think. But if they are in control, then they're still, like Chris said, approaching the wrong people to foment a revolution. Yeah. Although I think what what Sentaz, who I think might be a reptilian, is saying is that the reason they don't pick important people is because the reptilians are in control. That's what I'm saying. So they're, yeah. So they're trying so, to foment yeah, revolution so among yeah, the masses. Exactly. So what this other dude is, this other guy here is saying that you know they're. They they they're choo- they they were choosing influential people, but now they're going to ordinary people. So it's like a grassroots movement. We're going to get the shit shut down. We're going to take to the streets and we're going to protest the reptilians, and that's how this shit. That's oh yeah, how th- that'll work. That's going to be yeah, re- no, totally. Because you, no be- more snakes. No, and then they, people listen to you. All right, let's that's just totally assume. And again, we're, I don't God, know why it's, we're it's like V. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly like V. The reptiles are already in control, so that means they have all the powers of their. 
political status. They have all the weapons they could hope for. Plus, they have talons, teeth, and armor. Nah, man, they can't. I don't think our picket signs signs aren't going to do a hell of a lot to usurp them. But if the masses rise up against the reptilians, they can't control us. Yeah, but then what about the other ones? We're uncontrollable. What about the other ones? Are they worse? Is it a triple dupe? Is it a double fuck over? I would think that really <laughs> what it, what it is is it, it, if it we'll was, help you get other reptiles, but I think it, yeah. it, I think really <laughs> I like mean, Twilight Zone episode. I think we're gonna fuck you twice as hard. It's yeah. probably the tall grays trying to get us on their side to overthrow the reptilians, and then once you overthrow the reptilians, they're like, ha, gotcha. Yeah. No, exactly. Welcome to Gray World. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Gray World. Pro, pro, and then pro, you're pro, find pro, pro, anal, anal, pro, pro, <laughs> anal, anal, pro. <laughs> oh, it's the worst. Oh, then you're going to have like the one reptile who was kind of cool to you, and he's just like, look, guys. Like fucking V. Everything exactly. was cool. Kind of, yeah, look. You had your apartment. You no, had your he's movies, gonna be like, your we, beer. Yeah. He's going to be like, we fucked up, but we didn't know better because this is what we are. We are reptilians. Look at our eyes and our flicky tongue. But. I'm here to help you. He would, he would say that too. Yeah, totally. I'm, I'm spe- Guys, he's the Robert told England of yeah, reptiles. That's what I mean. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So let's let's go back to point. There's space brains. There's uh, clearly semi-aquatic super grays. Yep. Um, yeah. It may or may not be a hallucination. Okay. They're approaching entirely the wrong people, and thankfully, we averted nuclear war in our childhood. I mean, thank you, John. Yep. Okay. You yeah, know, my theory job. simplifies everything. It's a land of war. Land it's of a war. land of war. Yeah, it's yeah. a fucking land of it's war. Born to live forevermore, has the right to conquer every shore. I, I love land of war. Land of war. Bless your heart. <laughs> I personally think that this is maybe uh, you know the intervention. I I think Rob's theory actually. I'm really onto that. That's really kind of fun. What the dupe? Because again, we're not talking science. We're talking fun time here. Absolutely. So yeah, the dupe is kind of, well. Yours is fun too. I'm not. I'm not picking sides. No. I, I love no, both No, but you your think theories. it's a dupe from from that? Yeah, the aliens. I think they're trying to get us to disarm. I really do yeah, because no, get rid of it. The reptilians have the nukes so that the greys can't show up. Because if they do, then the reptilians are like, guess what? Fucking mushroom cloud. Here's your Oppenheimer. Boom. Exactly. You think so, it, oh, a space nuke? No, that's a regular nuke. Not, not, not no, well, nuke. I mean, well, for invasion purposes, I think we have some space nukes. You got a space nuke. Since the Reagan era, there's some nukes. Oh, That's the so only way to use saying, a nuke against invading. You're, you're not going to nuke them when they land. You got no, them in space. This is why I'm not in charge of nuclear Duh. missiles. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking. Hey, up. you know what's a better idea? Wait till they land and nuke them on Earth. <laughs> Oh, it's a good thing I never joined ROTC or the Marines because yeah. I would have failed miserably. Holy moly. <laughs> they were all much luckier. All right. So, okay. So space nukes aside. <laughs> Jeez. I, I, you know, if if this is as stated in the comments, which we're just going to play along with this for the sake of good times. Uh, again, if it is, if it is rep, the reptilians in charge and then you have the greys trying to disarm the reptilians via the people, via the grassroots movement. The, via the masses. Via the picketing. 99%. Exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, that kind of makes sense, and it's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, you know, okay. you know all right, let's do but, it. But I have, it. I have to, I feel compelled to state for the record that the official accounts of this case make no reference to reptilians. Yeah, no, I'm bringing in the yeah. comments. No, I know, I know, I know. I just, yeah. just want to make sure, because every now and again I feel like i got to clear, as absurd yeah, as no. the super grays with the web six digits. No, and I'm the, the one and that the, brought nope, in the reptiles. And, well, yeah. and also well, the comments page. Oh, Olihim yeah. and no, I'm sorry. The reptilian was Sentaz and then Olihim. So I think so. I think they're both aliens commenting is, on the this story. This is pretty. This yeah. is pretty deep enough without necessarily bringing in the reptilians. It is crazy. I don't know why they are always warning Earthlings of imminent danger and then it isn't coming to pass. I really don't know if it's some Doctor Who shit where they're managing to avert it and somehow. Like a butterfly effect, like as right. absurd as it might seem to us that they're approaching the random people they do, that this triggers something that manages to avert just one little moment in time that that is the fine line between apocalypse and Tuesday. Yeah, I'm not saying I believe it, but well, it's a possibility. Well, that is true. We can't see necessarily the grand machinations. No. Of what is going on in their minds. Sure. Of if course, they, then again, again, it could be future people, too. And it, it, could, it could be. Uh, they, it could be they, they, people, they know yeah. the exact moment and the person they have to do that, right. too. That's one thing I've always entertained. To, like, cha- to change something. And I, I love what Chris just said, because yes, time travel has always seemed to play into this a little bit. And, and I don't know if it applies to this. But the idea that future it seems people. like to us it's random... You know, it's a Missouri farmer, or it's just some random dude that you're like, why? Why would they see aliens? Not that that they're necessarily always warned, but when they're warned, but that maybe genetically they are uh, going to be responsible for 
a very significant figure somewhere down the light, and, and maybe just this little family rumor might be enough to change. Or enough just the of butterfly effect, yeah, or, or a what, butterfly or what effect. They, what they, so, so I really. I've always wondered that what seems insignificant to us, right. if you have a grander perspective, especially one that is beyond our time yeah, they, frame. Yeah, one small sure. change you and might that see. adjusts everything. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, and, I and hope if that... that's the case, you know what I can say yeah. to the aliens? Thanks for Hitler, dicks. Oh, you're well, blaming the aliens? Oh, yeah. well, they, they fucked the pooch they on did. that one. <laughs> they, somebody missed <laughs> yeah. the memo. Just let him be a fucking painter, man, and you yeah. wouldn't have been yeah, fucking yeah. nuts. Let like, him go to art school. Now, no, just one. Some Christ. asshole dropped, dumped a Pepsi on the machine that <laughs> fucking calculates where they got to go. And he's like, oh, fuck. And he's like, uh, 1912, Sam, <laughs> Iowa. Nice. And they did it. They, we got Hitler. Thanks. <laughs> God. Well, hopefully the aliens <laughs> stop fucking up with something like that, and they just they, they, they keep us on the right track and away from nuclear and annihilation because, you know. I've got faith in them. No, I think that... Uh, I mean, our alien know. overlords will hopefully keep us nuke-free yeah. okay. since 83. Yeah, because they have Mostly to... decent job, aliens. Yeah, mostly decent job. <laughs> yeah, Carry on. They, <laughs> they get like a B rating in like the Better Business Bureau. Like Their Yelp reviews aren't super good. Uh, yeah, but, but I would like, give them they, a decent one. They're all right. They've yeah, still, they're cool. they're still they're averted solid. Atomic Holocaust. Yeah. So and that, alone, that counts a lot. Yeah. That, that gives you mad points in my book. Yeah. All right, so cool. There you have it. That is the space brains of... Palos Verdes. Very nice. Thank the you for joining Wars. us. For the Kryptonaut <laughs> Podcast, be sure to rate and review this podcast on iTunes and the Apple uh, Podcast app. We are available on the social medias, or as I call it, the devil. The devil. We're on the, oh, the, the Facebook. The satanics. The Facebook, the Instagrams, the Twitter, and... Uh, and as it, always, I don't mean to interrupt you, I would love, we would all love to hear what your theories are on this. Oh, yes. Because so you're probably you bristling totally. to, you know, say, you jackasses, you're missing the point. If we are, and I assure Ooh, you let we us are, know. let us know. Totally. A, we'll talk about it. B, yeah. we always want to yeah. expand our yeah. perspective. I want an arm wrestling match between a reptilian and a gray mm. for control of... Yeah, if it's a super gray, the they might win. The third party intervention with the Nordic. Ah, oh. no one expects No, that's the that. referee, like... Yeah. Oh, the noble ref. In. Just coming all tall and Nordic and sweet and just dropping an elbow. The, oh, the big boot. Over the top. Over the, oh, it's true. Oh, big John Studd. Oh, the Nordic. Go. And thank you to everyone who's been reaching out and commenting on the podcast yes. and hitting, hitting me up on social media. Very, very nice talk to everybody. It's, uh, it's been a good time. Been I know. I've it. loved yep. everyone yeah, we've come in great. contact with. This has totally. been so much fun, even though it's brand new still, relatively. We have 12 out there. And uh, thank you guys all for your feedback. And, and hopefully we can just keep going along this path and improve and, uh, and have more interaction. I'm very excited. Yeah, totally. So there you have it. And Word. we're talking to you soon. Later. Yeah, fear the Nordic. Fear the brain. No, the Nordic is the good one. I don't trust them. No, fear the reptilians. They're too pretty. Fear the reptilians. Love the Nordics. Be very cautious with the greys, especially don't the Don't do drugs ones. at a party, and you'll be fine. Probably. Just, just eat mushrooms. <laughs> just happy 83 <laughs> worked out mushrooms. for all of us. Just stay home and eat mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. Oh.